The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Have an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor-comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. If you go, then I'll give you a smile, even if it'll only last a while. Take care of the rest Say you love me Say it's true Cause there are so many things in this world Make me think of you Say you love me Say it's true Cause there are so many things in this world That I couldn't do without Myself soon as you're out of sight, and all the places where we used to meet are all boarded up on this ghost town street. So say you love me, say it's true, cause there are so many things in this world that I couldn't do. Yesterday have been sown, and 
listen to someone who isn't you Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program, and uh, every Friday I try to, uh, in the third hour of our three-hour tour, I try to focus on a little bit of music. We opened up the uh, hour with um, a song. Let me, let me, uh, I have to change the screen here. Give You a Smile is the name of the song by Alex Sherman, who joins me now by phone from uh, Los Angeles. Alex, welcome to the show. How's it going, Tom? It's going great. It's, well, it's going great, all things considered. Um, it's been a while since we talked, so maybe we can play catch-up a little bit. But one of the things um, that I wanted to uh, ask about is um, for young people making music like you are, we've been talking with a lot of people locally about this, but I thought I'd reach out to some other cities around the country. What's it like trying to uh, connect with uh with fans and audience and and do gigs under the uh, conditions set forth by this pandemic? Um, I've I've stumbled upon on a lot of, uh, you know, Instagram sort of stuff where people, you know, have half their bands playing and, you know, people try to reach out that way. Um, But it's just not the same thing, you know, obviously as, as in person and there's this little place I used to go to um, was an open mic sort of thing and it's also they rented it out for, um, for live performances and I saw Jackson Brown's brother play there one time it was, re- it was great you know sounds really great and they go live um, and uh, they 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 are all over the um, you know they are uh, like everywhere they film it and they put it on the internet and um yeah so that that place was like an open mic place they had to close because of the uh the pandemic and they've just been living off of uh you know whatever people can give them on on uh you know over on the line you know crowdfunding and that sort of thing crowdfunding crowdfunding right i was trying to think of what it's called. <laughs> um, well let me let me uh let me go back and ask you about the song we heard um the song was called "Give You a Smile," and it it features primarily uh, uh, you playing acoustic, accompanying yourself on acoustic guitar and singing. Um, but I couldn't help noticing some some subtle but very nice uh, lead guitar work and uh, some nice harmonies as well. Who all is on that recording with you? Um. It's uh, that was produced by um, Larry Treadwell, who's worked with Kesha. He's a big uh, producer guy. 
went down to the studio and I worked with his friend um, Molly Hammer. She's um, my stepmom's friend, and uh, yeah, so I I played the lead on there. We did like a few takes on it, and and then that one turned out the best, I think. And they they let me help choose the best one. Some of them I kind of screwed up, and it was you know just a give and take. Oh, it's kind of you know just uh, you know it was a really good session, and I uh, yeah. Who, who did the lead guitar parts? I did that part. So you dubbed that over? Yeah, yeah, we dubbed it over. It was, uh, yeah, they just said it could use a lead, you know, and, um, yeah, I remember there was one time I played it live, and I was opening for Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees, who was a good friend of my dad's, and uh, they live uh, really close to each other. Every time he passes my dad's house, he actually, like, honks his car horn. <laughs> so I've, I've actually been there. I've actually been there, and he's and he's honked the horn, passing the house. And my dad was says, "Oh, that's him." And uh, yeah, but I was I was playing that song, and I played with uh, two members of Wings, Paul McCartney's Wings, and John Cowsill from the Cowsill, and Vicky Peterson from the Bengals, and they were singing on it on the live version on my album. That was a really good memory of playing that song. Oh, absolutely! I, I have to. Uh, believe that but um you mentioned your stepmom and your dad so i'm gonna go ahead and lay it out because they are my favorite hollywood couple jeff sherman and uh comedian wendy liebman and um they've both been on the show before but i didn't mention in the uh introduction but you're actually the fourth generation of people who are very accomplished in uh music Yes, yeah, it's the family tradition for sure. It's uh, it goes all the way back toward um, when my uh, great great grandfather he would he was the um, violinist for the Royal Prussian Court. And then and, uh, uh, back in back in the old times. Yeah, then your the old country. And was it your great grandfather that had a couple of uh, uh, very successful songs in the Tin Pan Alley days? Correct. Yeah, he wrote, uh, potatoes are cheaper, tomatoes are cheaper. Now it's the time <laughs> to follow him. Those are great ditties, right? Um, and then, and then, of course, your grandparents, or your grandfather, is uh, one of the Sherman brothers who everybody knows from It's a Small World at the Disney theme parks to um, the music of uh, Jungle Book and uh, Mary Poppins and... Uh, Oh, what's the what's the other one I'm thinking of? Bed knobs and broomsticks and and many many others. Um, it's a small world. Yeah. Um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Do you tell people about your about your grandfather and and how do they react? Um, your stepmother once told me that when she says her, that her uh, father-in-law wrote it's a small world, they don't know whether to hug her or hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that definitely uh, like the reaction that she gets from people. You know, um, I've I've had uh, most people are very impressed. You know, they go, "Oh wow, that's great!" You know, and then I'm sure like I always imagine them just looking them up online like later to see everything <laughs> that they worked on. And and then and probably being amazed because uh, your grandfather was part of the, one of the most prolific songwriting teams 
in at least American history. Um, I can't even imagine the number of songs that those two wrote. Just just the the book from the movies that their songs were featured. They wrote in. thousands. Yeah, literally. Now, the question then is, Alex, with that kind of pedigree, does that offer you more opportunity as an up-and-coming uh, songwriter, or does it put more pressure on you? Uh, I've, um, you know, the, the kind of songwriting style I go for isn't like the movie theatrical sort of sure. thing that my, that my grandpa is known for, but I did um, work on a thing with my dad about um, three dogs who um, are uh, trained to be knights by the by the prince in a castle, and the prince is captured, so yeah, the dogs have to go and rescue the prince. And uh, I just wrote a, a movie and all the songs with my dad, and we're pitching it around town. We pitched it to a big studio, and we're just still trying to shop it around right now. But yeah, that's in the vein of like what my grandfather did. I, I just just got this picture in my head, Alex, as you were talking about that, of dogs dressed up as knights at a round right. table playing cards. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why my why my brain went there, but but it did. Um, <laughs> Those do- I know the, the pictures of the dogs playing cards, smoking cigars, and stuff. yeah, yeah. But but that same picture, but they're all dressed up as knights. Uh, with armor and so on. Um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad it got your an, an imagination going. <laughs> and 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 that's that's an important part of uh, of songwriting. And um, do you think it's that it comes somewhat natural to you because of your dad um, and because yeah. of your grandfather? I've had very limited lessons. I had I had one lesson when I was much younger, and I had my old crappy little guitar that my aunt had bought me and uh you know it was like <laughs> it was just a piece of crap uh, excuse my french but um it was uh yeah i had like one lesson when i was a kid and the guy was like amazing he was this crazy like jazz guitarist and he was you know i just he was playing all sorts of, of you know arpeggios and things and i was very jealous but we only had like a, a few lessons because uh you know just but I was kind of learning on my own more, and then I had lessons later in in um, and in this in this guy's place in West Hollywood, and I used to drive there. And uh, yeah, it was when I just started driving. I was still scared, you know. <laughs> you don't, you know, have, you lose the confidence driving. But that, yeah, I had uh, most. I'm mostly self-taught. Um, about ninety percent, ninety-five percent, I'd say. Well, um, Alex, I have to take a short break here, but uh, can you can you hold on for about four minutes or so, and we'll we'll come back with some more of your music, and we'll talk some more. Excellent. Great, thanks, Alex. My guest is uh, Alex Sherman. He comes from a long line of people uh, who've experienced a great deal of success in music, and we're going to talk about his uh, his music and his efforts in music, and also the impact of uh, the coronavirus on Alex and people like him, uh, trying to continue applying their craft and reaching audiences and creating music. When we return, we're going to let our broadcast partner squeeze a few words in. Um, at 92.1 FM, our voices radio in Flint. If you're streaming us, we have some messages as well.
Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com. Call us at at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. I was telling you a little while ago about my wife, and I don't want you to be confused, but we were, I've been married more, more than once. In fact, I've been married three, three times. But my first two wives each died a very tra- tragic death. My first wife died from eating po- poisoned mushrooms. And my second wife died from a fra- fractured skull. She wouldn't eat her mushroom. How do you do, ladies? 
ladies and gentlemen, this is Bob Hope back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsi than flowing over your teeth now than to have water running under your bridge later. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Painting on the wall Someone wants it done, done, done And the killer in the hall With the military run, run, run I'm running down the hallway Same time, different day Running down the hallway Same time, different day Welcome back, everybody. Music from uh, Alex Sherman, who joins me by phone from uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Alex, welcome back. Hi, how's it going? Good. Tell me about the song we just heard. Um, that was uh, one I wrote um, a while ago. That was a long while ago. No, I'm just kidding. It, I, um, I ended up uh, playing that at a show. Um in Studio City at my in my normal gig, excuse me, <clears throat> and um, a member of uh, Bad Finger. I don't know if you ever heard of Bad Finger. Oh yeah. Um, but he was uh, he was at the show and he came up to me after and he said, "I want to produce that song." So he did most of the uh, the work on the other instruments. He did the drums, he did the bass, he did the keys. I just played the guitar and vocals, vocals, and um, yeah. Was, uh, he just came up to me right after the show, and I was like so so excited because uh, he's a good he's a friend of my dad's, and uh, he he came up and he said, "I want to do that song. I want it." <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, um, and yeah. and the song is uh, it, it it sounds tremendous. I mean, it's it's really a great uh, song and a great production as well. Um, but it hit me when I first listened to it as kind of a different side of Alex Sherman. I'm so used to you, you know, singing sort of uh, quiet, acoustic, uh, almost folk-type love songs, and 
that that one seemed a little bit more aggressive um is is there a band side of you that i don't see very much because a lot of the the youtube videos and things that i see uh tend to be just you and a and a, an acoustic guitar by yourself it's it's yeah i mainly my stuff is sort of ballady but I, now about i mean i have my new album that i'm working on and most of it is like more than 50 percent is full band stuff and i um I've been, I was trying to get a band together before the crisis started, and yeah. it's just you know, it's, you know, you just don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. You know, I miss all my shows. I miss all like the time I could practice. But I do. I know a lot of people are songwriting while they're you know. I was going to ask you about that. If that if uh, this doesn't provide a little bit of an opportunity to, uh, you know, sort of cloister yourself and and. Uh, um, get out the drawing board and, and start putting together some new stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for the whole, all the music scenes, you know, it's all been shut down. It's very dangerous. And, um, really the only way to make money in music is basically like getting placement in shows, you know, getting on a commercial or being, you know, in a movie and, um, like that's and live shows that's the only money in music right now so it's like it's very uh complicated for you know people that live off of that sort of thing um but but have you been inspired to do some writing since you're not out playing as yes. much yeah i i i've written at least three or four songs so you know it comes to me i used to write try and write a song every day but it's just it just hasn't been like that. i've been busy working on other things but um i uh yeah i'm really proud of the things i've been writing um i'm really you know excited to record them and show them to my producer on, on my label and uh yeah i'm just waiting to finish the the recordings for the album right now i've got all the all the instrumentation all the instruments you know locked in i just have to go in and go to the studio and get the vocals done and then you know, I have at least seven or eight new songs. Now, that's something that you can continue to work on even during the uh, shutdowns, or, or isn't it? Well, it's dangerous um, for my my producer. He's uh, he's a pretty well known guy. He's he's uh, he discovered um, Lincoln Park and System of a Down, and he's worked. He's booked like thousands and thousands of shows. Something crazy. He's some crazy amount. But uh, yeah, I went to his uh, house one day, and he was—he had all these um, posters, and he said, "I'm selling all these posters. They're all, you know, for sale, and they're all from people that I, I'd heard of." <laughs> and they signed it with Mike. You know, it's like this one's for you, or you know, someone would say, "Just you know." I wanted—I wanted one of them really bad, but uh, but it was personalized to him, so I never—I didn't ask him to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's weird displaying something with uh, autographs and and written messages to other people. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's kind of that's it, it diminishes the value for sure. A little bit, a little bit. Um, so, since you're, I, I know in in some parts of the country, places are trying to open back up, and and clubs are opening it half capacity and and 
practicing social distancing and so on. Um, but I see where the mayor of Los Angeles has come out with some real tough talk about people that are trying to uh, get back to normal too soon. Um, yeah, it's, you know, California is has, I think, the most cases. It's like the first to top uh, 500,000 or something like that, the last I read about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's just scary, you know. And my side job is like delivering food and it's uh it's pretty dangerous you know I, I, you go everywhere everybody's wearing masks i mean they said that they, the rules allow for all the restaurants to serve people outside you know on like the patio and people and all the places have set up like tents outside of their <laughs> restaurants like the ihops and the yeah. denny's and all the places all the chain places have like tents outside and and are there any uh, any musicians that you know of um, able to get out and and perform at any of those places, like in the in the patio areas? Not yet, not yet. I know there. I I know that um, Lawrence Juber is a friend of my a family friend and a member of Wings, Paul McCartney's Wings. Um, he does a he does a show on Instagram like every day at a certain time. And he plays his, like, you know, he's crazy, like, amazing guitarist. He's, like, you know, he plays shows just himself, not even singing, but just playing guitar. It's very rare that people do that, you know. Do you think of yourself as a, a guitar player, a singer, a songwriter? I mean, you're all of those things. But is there is there one you, that you feel more confident about than other aspects? Um, I would say songwriter. You know, it's fun. Um, I'm really missing my shows. You know, I feel like you know, I used to do a show once a month, like most people do. You know, a little yeah. more. It's like you, you do, a show, you know, unless it's in a different city, of course. <laughs> if you're if you're doing a show once a month, it's about the use for most people, and I just miss it. And I, you know, it's definitely you don't know what you got till it's gone. You appreciate you appreciate it a lot more when you can't go. You know, right. And, and do do you do solo at most of the the gigs that you do? You said you were trying to get a band together when the when the pandemic hit. Yeah, I was working on it. I had a bass player lined up. He recorded on the album, um, which I'm going to release as a bunch of singles pretty soon, uh, as soon as I can. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was working on stuff with him, and I was just playing him some of my songs. He said, oh, I love this one. I love this one. It's a good feeling to, you know, get that, um, the appreciation from another musician. Oh, yeah. Um, you talked about um, releasing the uh, album as singles. Um, it's it's kind of hard to, to do a, a CD release party or some other kind of... Uh, celebration of of dropping an lp or or other collections of music um during the the mm -hmm. pandemic um are you cultivating uh, a website um i did have a website but um the person that created it for me she was uh long story short she kind of had uh falling out with her husband she moved back where she was from so as we were making it it kind of fell apart 
but is is um, getting your music out online something that you uh, try or might try to do if this thing hangs on a while longer? Yeah, yeah. I'm on Instagram. It's uh, Alex Sherman ninety one, and I'm also on uh, SoundCloud under Living Live, one word L I V I N G L I V E. I'll have to check that out because right. most most of um, you know the the most of your performances that I see are through YouTube videos, which don't always have the best audio. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know it just depends. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm loving the tracks that you that you sent me. Um, now the album is the is the album finished or are you completing the album and then going to start releasing singles? Um, we have to go back in and do all the vocals. Uh, the instruments are ready, but um, yeah, we've got to go in and and just fix that up. And this is this a first album? Um, this is my second album. This, the ones I'm working on right now, okay. The one that I've been selling um, at my shows, and it, the, and like half the songs are online. Um, those are for my first album, and the picture, the the album cover was kind of like a, a mix up because my my dad came to me and said, you know, we're printing the copies and we need a picture, you know, for the album cover. Come bring it to me, and I said, oh, okay, whatever. And I thought, I thought. I misheard him, and I thought he said, like, bring video for the music video you're going to make. So <laughs> somehow we kind of screwed that up, and uh, and then we ended up with the picture that he chose. It wasn't really my my choice. Like, I wanted to, you know, hold, had, had a whole different idea for it. But it's not a, it's not a bad picture of me. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the one I've been selling a couple thousand copies of. Is that, is that album available online? Yeah, half of it's available on uh, SoundCloud. I I meant, you know, could could people order it somewhere? Oh no, I don't have that yet. But uh, you know, I've got new music coming out that I feel very confident about, and it's gonna, I'm going to print that and probably have it available on on iTunes and um, Apple Music and Spotify probably. Um. Do you imagine uh, when this pandemic is over that you will go back to putting a band together? And do you ever imagine uh, that that you will take that band on the road and and try to really promote your music? Yeah, I see it heading that way. I definitely, uh, you know, give it um, 100% of my time. And, uh, yeah, expecting a baby in November. Do you, um, are, are you branding a, a band name or a name for the act or are you, is, is Alex Sherman going to become a brand? I think Alex Sherman's going to be the thing. I talked to my producer about it. I, was, I came up with, you know, band names, which is just fun to do. And they have, uh, I don't know if you ever used a band name generator just to kill some time, but it's fun. You go online and. You pick a keyword that you like, you know, something that you don't know how to use, and um, you put it in the, in, the, in the generator, and it'll give you, you know, 10 results that, that have that word in it. 
Oh, it's wow. kind of fun to just come up with. You know, people come up with band names all the time. That you know, you just, someone will tell you, "I have the perfect name for a band name," you know, and then they <laughs> write it down, and you know, it's just a fun game to play. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Alex Sherman. I talked to my producer; he said that that's what they want to go with. So you're doing um, your your side job is is food delivery. Is that um, something that's new to the place that you're doing it for? Or have they always had uh, a, a delivery business? I'm sorry? The place that you're delivering food for, is that something they've always done? Or is that something that's been uh, sort of reimagined for uh, the current conditions? Yeah, it's its own, it's its own company. It's a, its own entity. And and is this prepared food, or are you delivering food to restaurants and, and grocery stores and stuff? It's it's from restaurants to residences. Oh, okay, okay. So it's um, see, we don't. That's a that's kind of a new thing where we are. Is is that something that's always uh, that's always existed? I know New York and, and Los Angeles, you can order any kind of food any time of day or night, but um, yeah. that's a little unusual in, in most so, parts so of the country. People, so many people and so many, you know, so much uh, space in the city that, you know, people are ordering food left and right. It's, it's crazy. It's really like, you know, it, it's just never ending. Well, Alex, I hope, uh, I, I, I hope this pandemic thing blows over sooner rather than later unfortunately i have a feeling it's it's going to be around for a little while um but uh best of luck to you in getting your projects finished up and thanks for spending some time with me this morning i'm going to go to some more music here in a in a moment um a song called i want to be your friend you want to you want to set that up a little bit yeah this is also um one that i worked on with larry treadwell and uh, he he did the bass parts and um, did a really good job with it. I really really like this one. And uh, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, tell you to say hello to your folks for me. Right. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else you want to share uh, quickly in the last uh, minute or two? Um. Sure, yeah. I, I really um, appreciate you having me on the radio again, and I uh, can't wait to send you my next group of singles. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, can't wait to send it to you. Yeah, when you get those together, be sure and get in touch with me, and I'll have you back, and, and we'll hear uh, some more of your music, because it's, um, it's, it's great stuff, Alex, and, uh, and it gets better every time I, I hear you. Great. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. All right. Take care. Take care. All right. That was uh, Alex Sherman from Los Angeles, uh, songwriter, musician, uh, and uh, fourth generation from a musical family that's had a lot of success, including uh, Alan Sherman from the Tin Pan Alley era, and, uh, and of course, uh, the Sherman brothers with uh, his grandfather and, um, and his dad. Jeffrey Sherman, who is uh, part of my favorite Hollywood couple, 
Jeff Sherman and uh, comedian Wendy Liebman. Anyway, we're going to go out from uh, this segment with another song by Alex, this one uh, that he talked about just a moment ago, I Want to Be Your Friend. Spreading like a plague And POTUS and his lackeys Have been nothing if not vague Well then you've got to trust the CDC And listen well Unless you want to bid our free society Farewell There is a Super bad transmittable Contagious awful virus And if we don't act quick and social distance It will mire us In a stretch of quarantine That lasts until July A super bad transmittable in your arm and if you got a better <coughs> now back in 1918 influenza had its run but half the docks were busy overseas with world war one today we have mass media and scientists to say if you don't want this virus well then stay six feet away super damn important that we practice isolation because we are asymptomatic while it's an incubation will overwhelm our hospitals if there's not mitigation it's super damn important that we practice isolation If we don't do it, then we're all gonna die. If we don't do it, then we're all gonna die. And so I hope at last you'll take this lesson here to heart. Cause it's already scary and we're only at the start. If you get bored, just think of the immunocompromised. Who can't go much of anywhere unless it's sterilized. Oh, super bad!
untransmittable, contagious, awful virus. If we don't act quick and social distance, it will mire us. In a stretch of quarantine, the last until July, a super bad transmittable, super bad transmittable, contagious, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now. And now. And now, too. And even now. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. They say singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Virtual playdates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com. Call us at at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacist about tequila. Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. Tequila can help ease you out of your shyness and let you tell the world that you're ready and willing to do just about anything. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regimen of regular doses, you can overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Shyness and awkwardness will be a thing of the past, and you'll discover many talents you never knew you had. Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor control, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, 
table dancing, headache, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, and naked twister. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not. It's a major factor in dancing like a retard. May cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you're in love with them. Also may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may lead you to believe that ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at four in the morning. Alcohol may make you think you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. And it may lead you to think people are laughing with you. Alcohol may cause pregnancy. And it also may be a major factor in getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen in the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. In the past few years, a type of meeting place has grown up throughout the country, which is called a coffee house. There are many uninitiated people who have never been into a coffee house, I being one of them. Uh, We're seated now at a table, across from which is a man uh, who seems rather depressed. Uh, sir, uh, you, you are depressed. Yeah. Uh, would it be getting too personal to ask you why? I'm not pretty. You are depressed because you feel you're not attractive. I'm not attractive. You're not good-looking. No, I'm not. Well, what would you say, That's sir? That's why I'm I... mainly depressed. Well, may I, may, I, may I say something to you, sir? Yes. You are a very attractive person. You're as attractive as nine out of 15 people I know. <laughs> You're very kind. But you are. You're not you're an unattractive very, person. You're very sweet. But I, I know the, the truth, and I face it every morning. You're a good-looking man, sir. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. <laughs> oh, 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 I see. Oh, I, I, I beg your pardon. Uh, we'll, we'll go over to one of the other tables now okay. and see if we can speak. Uh, Goodbye. Thank you very Bye. much, sir. Uh, madam. <laughs> madam. Uh, there's a gentleman sitting here wearing a pair of Levi's, a nicely laundered T-shirt, uh, <laughs> Looking very much like an actor. Uh, I might describe him as looking like a cross between uh, Marlon Brando and Joanne Woodward. <laughs> I, I want to explain that. You do have blonde hair. May we sit and talk with you, sir? Uh, if you are so uh, in your mind, too. <laughs> yes. Was I right, sir? Was I right? Are you an actor? Yes, I uh, have to be a uh, lesbian. <laughs> I think, sir, I think you... Can I check you on that? I think it's... Uh, you mean thespian. Well, uh, is that what... Thespian. Thespian, actually. Thespian. Yes, yes. I'll never get that wrong again. <laughs> uh, sir, who is your... Who do you consider the greatest actor we have in America today? The greatest actor in America is Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> I think she's well, she's a, she's a great actress. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mean an actor-actress. I mean that she knows what she's doing up there, you know? Well, who else do you like? Who would you pattern yourself after? I would pattern myself after... I love that picture, The Fugitive Kind. I loved it very much. Very much. Uh, so, uh, 
So you're trying to... I tried to uh, be like Brando with my T-shirt and just look uh, very much like Joanne Woodward, who I love very much. I love her. Well, you know, usually when people... I also look a little like the producer. I love him, too. <laughs> Marty Giroux. Is that again? Mar- Marty Giroux. He produced that picture. You'll notice my shoes are exactly like his. <laughs> I love that picture yeah. that much. Well, sir, that I, I became everything in it. <laughs> I see. Sir, I think I made a mistake. You're not an actor. No, I'm not an actor, well, I'm but, I'm, but I love to hang out here. Okay. Well, it was a pleasure speaking. Well, it was a pleasure almost to be an actor. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I've got to wend my way through the crowd. Oh, uh, good luck on your wending. <laughs> and goodbye. And if I can do anything for you, you just call upon me, sir. Can I talk to you now? <laughs> no. No. Okay. okay. I understand. You have to go to other people yes. on the record. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that. All right. I watched you before in the coffee house. All right, ladies. Goodbye. So long. I hope I'm an actor. <laughs> uh, We're going to a corner of the coffee house now. Uh, on the walls surrounding this table are many, many paintings. There's a gentleman sitting here with a palette, palette knife, some brushes, some oils, and I imagine that he is the gentleman who painted these paintings. Am I right, sir? That is correct in your assumption. And the painting... Uh, you are totally correct. Uh, the painting... And impeccably dressed, if I may say so. Thank you. Thank you very much. A lovely tie. Thank you. Gradually blending into the color of your suit. You are always interested in color and design. Color is my life. I am color. Your name is... Uh, what is your name, sir? Corinne Corfu. Yes. Corinne Corfu, uh, you are yes. Greek. I hope I am Greek. I would like to be Greek very much. Well, you're, that is a Greek name, and you have a Greek accent. Yes. Well, then perhaps I am. <laughs> well, don't you know your don't you know your derivation? No, I do not know uh, my derivation. Gypsies stole me as a child. <laughs> a band of gypsies. And you were brought up where? I was brought up in the Persian Gulf, right here in Miami. <laughs> It's the about. Persian Gulf. No, it's a gypsy tea house. The rest Sir, of it's called I, the Persian Gulf. I would like to talk to you about your paintings. Now, yes, you certainly know it's my life. Color are, and art. I love are, art. They are very unusual. I noticed that... God bless you for your perceptions. <laughs> I noticed one... You also... Uh, you sculpt, too, I noticed. There's Main, uh, sculpting and painting. All the arts. Uh, there is a, a metallic sculpture there that is very interesting. Yes, metal, metallic. What do you call that? It's just a series of wires uh, in a grid-like effect. What oh, you, you mean above the door? Yes, what do you call yes, that? Yes, that's called the air conditioning. <laughs> Yes. No, I... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I did not uh, make that. No. The, the, the fetters. The fetters company made but it's very beautiful. Yes. Your paintings are very abstract, I noticed. Yes, but they don't blow air out. So like the, the machines. No. May I ask you about some of the paintings? For yes, they certainly may. That painting there that is entitled... The gull on a hot rock. Yes. Now, I don't see anything on that but a bunch of little specks. Yes, well, I saw the gull on a hot rock from over five miles away. Uh, oh, I, I see. I was standing on a cliff. That's why I painted in the perspective, the three little dots. Now, uh, getting closer, sir, I'm, uh, may I examine a little more closer? Certainly, not too close. Yes. yes. Now, that is not paint those dots. They look like, that's, those are flies. Yes, sir. they are. They're flies. But you didn't paint that. Those are real flies. No, I took them, uh, caught them in my hand until the air was out of their bodies and they died. <laughs> And then I, uh... You pasted them onto the little dots of blue and put them on the dots, and, and they represent the gold on the rocks. I had to kill them. If I had not killed them, if they were not dead and glued to my picture, <laughs> then I have no picture. <laughs> they fly away, I got nothing, Charlie. I see. I'm in the dark. Well, I excuse what you. What are you going to buy? Well, sir, may I ask you about this particular abstract? Yes, they're mainly know... impressionistic, post-impressionistic, yes. pre-impressionistic, and impressionistic. Yes, this one is more of a... An academician type of painting. No, it's not. Well, for instance, it's very graphic, it's very graphic, 
Yes, it's it, very graphic. The, it's very graphic. The, <laughs> it's a draftsman-like quality. The spaghetti looks like spaghetti. The limp salad looks like limp salad. And the garlic oh, bread oh, looks oh, like garlic bread. Oh, oh, no. That's not a picture. That's my supper. <laughs> I, I, it happens to be resting on a frame and in my easy. Oh, uh, that's my dinner. I eat that. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. sir. Hey, look. Do you like it? Wait a minute. Do you really like it? Well, it is. Do you think it looks like the a, composition a is collage rather... of... Uh, yes, uh, I thought it was thickly painted. I tell you what. <laughs> if you really like it, I can lacquer it up and give it to you for 40 hours. No, I'm afraid, I'm no. afraid I wouldn't want to take your, deprive right. you of your supper, sir. How about just a coffee and cake? <laughs> Maybe not for $20. No, sir. Give I'm... me a dollar and a half for the coffee. <laughs> sir, I'm really not interested. Give me 40 cents you can have. All right, here's 40 cents, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Here's the much. coffee and cake. Nice working with you. <laughs> yes, sir. I hope you come in again. I will, sir. God bless your tie. I... I don't want the coffee. No, sir. you want the picture with the flies? No, you just keep Give it. me a dime. <laughs> you can have it. I kill more flies. What the hell is it? <laughs> All right. Goodbye. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. late Carl Reiner in the comedy spotlight there with Mel Brooks talking about the uh, the coffee house interesting uh, fun little piece I want to say thanks to all my guests on the show today we had to pull a little switcheroo in the middle and I'll uh, tell you about that in just a moment um, but I want to say thanks first to uh, my guests early this morning Jim Milanowski from the Genesee Health Plan and Kim Van Slyke from Genesee County Health Department talking about contact tracing in the uh, uh, wake of this uh, pandemic and, and ways that that can contribute to flattening the curve and uh, how it works and so on and so forth. Um, then it, my apologies if you tuned in to um, hear from Shivendu Sen, Sen uh, about uh, why his book, Why Buddha Never Had Alzheimer's. Um, we, we just didn't connect up, but I was uh, able to insert in its place a very interesting conversation, and my thanks to Dr. Babic Jerome, neurosurgeon at Northwestern Medicine, talking about the uh, neurological impacts of COVID-19 and stroke risk. Uh, very interesting uh, conversation and some aspects of the disease we hadn't... Uh, Heard talked about. Um, also, I want to say thanks, of course, to my musical guest, Alex Sherman from uh, Los Angeles, who shared some of his uh, great music with us and uh, got to razz him a little bit about his uh, family tree and, and so on. Um, anyway, thanks for, uh, for tuning in. Um, and this is wrapping up the week for us here on the Tom Sumner program. But you can always uh, hear back episodes by going to the website uh, Show Archives to check out uh, any of the interviews that maybe you missed or want to hear again. Also, uh, the whole week we'll be replaying from 9 to midnight, Saturday and Sunday, all five episodes back-to-back -back both days. 
Anyway, that smoking George Winters tickling the ivories. Let me know it's time to head on down the hallway to the living room, but I'll meet you back here Monday morning at 9 o'clock for another edition. Good night, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.